Hey, beautiful people. I'm Sarah, and welcome to my show, Ignited by Inner Beauty, a podcast that is setting the world on fire with body positivity, female empowerment, and self-love. If you need some feel-good vibes and a reminder of just how beautiful you truly are, then you came to the right place. I'm so excited to share what's in store for you today. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 21 of Ignited by Inner Beauty. I'm so excited to uh, chat with you all today for our new episode. Um, Today we have a really special guest, Anne-Marie Bacon. Um, She is an author of the book, The Monkeys in My Dreams, Healing Generational Trauma Through Love, Hope, and Forgiveness. She lent me a copy of this book and it is absolutely fantastic. I'm so excited that I had the chance to have her on the podcast to talk about her book and also just fulfilling her her dream and really her mother's dream of writing this book and becoming an author. So I'm so excited to share uh, that with you in just a moment. Uh, before we get into it, I wanted to d- give a brief shout out to uh, talk a little bit more about my book club. So every month I have a body positive book club where we read a book um, that is really focused on um, female empowerment, body positivity, body acceptance, um, really uh, anti-diet culture, um, ending fat phobia, all of these themes that we talk about so much on the podcast. Um, And we had such a great discussion in our last uh, meeting. We meet once a month. We meet virtually. So wherever you are, um, we welcome you to join. And we've had such great discussions. Last time we met, we uh, talked about uh, the book by Sonia Renee Taylor, uh, The Body is Not an Apology. And it was such a great discussion about how we apologize for our bodies sometimes, how we, uh, you know, just believe in these things that uh, we, we grow up in this world of diet culture and how it really affects our sense um, of what we need to look like and what's acceptable in the world. Um, and we especially had a great discussion about how, um, you know, so much that is put in the world, um, especially if people in uh, fat bodies is saying, you know, well, you just need confidence. You just need, um, to be body positive and how that just puts more pressure on, um, people who are already discriminated against for their size. Um, so it was such a great discussion where we really got into the weeds about how we can, um, how people in within privilege can actually lift up others um, in larger bodies and really just learn how fat phobia is so uh, prevalent in our world and how they can combat that on a regular basis. So it was such a great discussion. Um, and I really encourage you um, to join our next uh, meeting. We are meeting on July 27th and we are reading What We Don't Talk About When We Talk About Fat by Aubrey Gordon, um, who I absolutely love. I don't know if you um, if you guys uh, listen to her podcast as well on um, called Maintenance Phase, where they really kind of debunk uh, like fad diets and kind of go into the history of sometimes of how just absolutely ridiculous they are. Um, it's very interesting and really gets into, they're so heavily researched and like go through, um, whether it's fad diets or kind of, they went through like, um, like 
snack wells like cookies and and they talk about the biggest loser kind of different themes and and just kind of how problematic they are um but they do it in kind of a lighthearted way and make a lot of jokes so it's really entertaining and great if you want to check out that pod that podcast as well um but i'm super excited to read her book and talk about it at our next book club meeting so if you'd like to uh join my book club you can get all the information and the zoom link and our reading list um, for the next few months um if you go to ignitedbyinnerbeauty.com and go to the book club tab from there but hopefully I will see you there it is a book club for women it is put on um, as I'm volunteering with Cambridge Women's Center Um, so if you're a woman if you are a woman um, you are welcome to join as we discuss these themes um, of body positivity um, and uh, you know you are more than welcome to join if you have not read the book as well so we welcome you still for body positive support and discussion um, uh, that is totally fine we, we know uh, we live in a busy world so we'll still have great discussions um, and you're still welcome to join if you have not read the book um, so I hope to see you there and uh, without further ado here is our guest uh, and I and the fantastic conversation I had with Anne-Marie Bacon thank you so much Anne-Marie for joining me on the show today I'm so excited to have you why don't you start us off and by introducing yourself to our listeners and talking about how you are ignited by inner beauty what you feel makes you beautiful on the inside what sparks your passions um, and uh, yeah and, and what like brings you joy in life so hi everyone, my name is Anne Marie, um, Anne Marie Bacon. I wrote a book called The Monkeys in My Dream. Uh, probably the thing that brings me the most joy in life are my grandchildren. I mean, there's there a grandmother out there who doesn't feel that way, I don't know, but they probably bring me the most joy. But um, I recently published a book and um, it's a book about forgiveness and, and that really sparks my, um, energy I guess it really keeps me fuel to go when someone you know a reader will write to me and say you know I was able to forgive um you know I had a big spat with my brothers 25 years ago and haven't talked in 25 years and now I am and I'm like oh like that's why I wrote the book that's why I wrote this book I want to create this wave of forgiveness and not just when I say forgiveness I don't mean forgiveness where you can say oh what you did to me doesn't matter. You know, it's fine. Don't worry about it. No, that's not what it's about. It's about letting go of that burden, that pain that you've been carrying and that, um, you know, that grudge or that bitterness, whatever you've been carrying. And I think people are more beautiful. And once they do let go of that pain and they do let go of that bitterness, they are ignited by their inner beauty. So yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I would, I would love to dive into your book and just tell us the process of how, um, you started to write it and, and what that was like and, um, the whole, the whole publishing process till now the, the final product. Well, it's a long process. (laughs) I started writing the book a long time ago, like over 20 years ago. And in the meantime, I raised a family, I worked full time, I, you know, have a busy life. And so I would write a chapter here, chapter there. And it wasn't really probably your typical, I don't know if it's your typical author kind of thing. So when I was, I knew when I was a little girl that I would write this book. And when you read my book, you'll understand why. 
Um, but I knew from the time I was a really little girl that one day I would write the book and that the title would be The Monkeys in My Dream. Mm-hmm. And um, it took me a long time to figure out why. Like, you know, it, I had to be a grown up to understand what the title, you know, The Monkeys in My Dream meant. And, um, and that's kind of, you know, I, I just, so it was a long process of me writing it, rewriting it. I, I um, a computer crashed on me once, so I had to rewrite it. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Which maybe was a good thing because then maybe <laughs> I, you know, did it better, you know, the second time. And then as far as the publishing, I went with WLWL Publishing. Uh, they're out they're here in Canada. And um, it's a company that you sort of self-publish with, but they, they produce, they put you through the publishing um, process. So, you know, they help you edit it. They coach you on how to do it properly and stuff. So mm. it's pretty decent um, process. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's great. And it definitely, um, you know, I encourage people to read the book. I really, really enjoyed it and definitely got such a, a wave of forgiveness and, and really um, just incredible and unique life stories shared throughout all of it. So um, it really, it really captured my attention. Um, but I guess going, I'm really curious, like going into the book, did you know, um, did you start off saying, you know, I'm going to write this kind of sharing the story of my mother and my family, or did you say, um, and then you kind of reach that point of forgiveness, or did you come into it saying I've already forgiven and let me write this book about it and share that in the story? I think the forgiveness came more towards the end and, and it was the thing of, um, I was sharing my mom's story. So, you know, my, when, um, I 1996, so that's 25 years ago, we moved away from our hometown. So we were a two hour drive away. So not far, not terrible, but you're still not, you can't just drop into your sister's place for a cup of tea or your Mm -hmm. mom's place or whatever. So far enough away. So mom and I had a standing date every Sunday and, um, we would either one of us would call the other. There was no, I'm calling this Sunday, you call next Sunday. It was just, we just knew every week who was calling. I don't know how it happened, but we just did, you know, and she'd be sitting there with her coffee and me with my tea. And, uh, and she would just tell me these stories from, you know, from her childhood and from her life. And I thought, Holy cow, mom, like, how did you handle this? And how are you not hating these people? How are you forgiving these people? You know? And so it became, the more we got into it and the more I talked to her and um when when she was sick um that's when she really wanted me you know she told me I really want you to talk about forgiveness I really want you to really make that part of the book and so I said okay we're gonna do that so you know I did and they and it it forced me to relook at stuff that I wrote 20 years ago you know Mm -hmm. when I was 20 years younger and you know and and kind of doll that up a bit kind of thing you know but uh um yeah so that's what you know and some of the things she would tell me I was horrified by like just horrified that this is my family you know yeah Mm -hmm. that's so so much to go through and I was gonna say wasn't isn't that the key to forgiveness baked goods or isn't that what she (laughs) did in the book or something (laughs) but for lemon cupcakes cupcakes. cupcakes. (laughs) and and all these times when I, you know, I remember as a child, we'd come home from school and run up those stairs because we lived above this restaurant. Mm-hmm. And now we had this huge, massive apartment and we were eight kids, my parents and my aunt Susie living in this apartment, mm-hmm. but it was a massive apartment. And um, 
and I'd come upstairs and I could smell the cupcakes and there was these lemon cupcakes. So they're like a, a white cupcake with a lemon filling and they were just so good. She made them so often. Turns out that's what she would make for forgiveness cupcakes. And I'm like, are you kidding me? All those times that was forgiveness cupcakes. I had no idea. So it's pretty wow. cool. Yeah, yeah. I, it's so it's really admirable to see, you know, just her story and her thoughts being, you know, put to life in this book that will live on. And, um, yeah. that's re- it's really meaningful. So I'm, I'm so glad I got to like read that and, um, other people experiencing it and are, you know, learning forgiveness through it clearly as, as you've said. Yeah, I, I hope so. And I, I really, really, that is my goal. I mean, there's, there's some really personal stuff in there about mom and, and for some people, I think that was difficult. Um, some of her siblings didn't even know some of this stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of my own siblings didn't know some of this stuff. So, you know, and it's all like my bent on it, right? Like mm-hmm. my siblings could all write a book and it would be different. And, uh, you know, maybe the, a lot of the basics the same, but some mm-hmm. of the details they would remember differently because some of them are older than I would am. And um, maybe it would be different. But I think that, I want it to be, and in my hometown, the book is quite popular um, mm. because they know her and they, yeah. you know, everybody loved mom, everybody. There, there's not a single person out there. I don't think that didn't mm. love mom. Like she was just the best. And so for her, um, for them, I think it's a thing of, um, um, you know, touching base with mom almost, you know, mm. even though, yeah. you know, for them, it was a really a big thing. So yeah, I want it to live on. And I hope that for future generations, they can look at our, our history kind of, and it, it is mm-hmm. out there now. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Spirit lives on in a way that people can, I think people so. can benefit from like reading this. I, I think so. I hope so. Mm-hmm. That's my point, right? That's what we want, right? Big Absolutely. wave of forgiveness. We want everybody <laughs> to let go. And wouldn't it be great if we could all just <laughs> not have bitterness and judgment in our heart yeah that's there's a lot of that in the world now so (laughs) I think it's a really important lesson for sure yeah I agree I agree Mm -hmm. I think it's a huge one so yeah Um, do that and something else I, I know I really wanted to talk about, um, while so much of it is focused on your mom also just for, for you. And I feel like there's a lot of hardship and, you know, between jobs and thing, just things coming out of left field in life that will get you down. Um, you know, what really has helped you stay strong during difficult times, um, either in your past or now, what, what helps you, you know, and keeps you going through those, um, hard moments. Yeah, I've had my share, haven't I? <laughs> um, I think for one, I have a really positive attitude and I think that that really helps. I, I'm always trying to look for, and maybe I'm a bit of a Pollyanna, I don't know, <laughs> but I'm always looking for the silver lining. I'm always looking for, okay, maybe something good's going to come out of it. I mean, we all have to allow ourselves a little bit of a boohoo moment, you know, when you mm-hmm. lose a job or you get in a car accident or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, we all have to have our moments, but then I kind of pick up my socks and, and say, okay, girl, what, what are we going to make of this? What are we going to do with this? And, and, and I think that every terrible situation out there, we can, we can either boohoo about it and get all depressed or, or get all not depressed, but all upset and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, stay in bed for a month, or we can just pick up our socks and move on and try something new, do something Mm -hmm. new, you know? So I, I think a positive attitude is probably, 
um, the biggest thing to have to get you through those tough moments. And, and it's, it's also lovely to have, you know, a sweetheart husband that always is there for me too. So mm-hmm. that, that helps too. That it definitely helps. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I'm looking forward to getting married in a few months. So I'm glad to oh, have that person. <laughs> Congratulations. <Yeah. laughs> Thank you. Are yeah. You? It's, nice. it, you. it's a journey for sure. Being married. Yeah. It's a journey. You know, there's great parts about it. There's, you know, you always have a partner and crying and mm-hmm. have all this fun together. And then there's hard times, but you got to, you know, got to try not have your bad days on the same day, you know, where you can prop one another up kind of thing. So mm-hmm. uh, try not to both have your bad days the same day. It's not good when that happens. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's a good piece of advice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sure. but, um, yeah. And, and how has, um, how have your like siblings reacted to the book? And, um, I guess, you know, throughout all of the experiences, um, that you shared there, would you say that they've got through it, you know, kind of with a positive attitude as you have, or, um, or, you know, reacted kind of differently? (laughs) Um, so I have seven siblings and, um, so, and we're a variety of personalities. And I think that for some uh, I had one sibling tell me that the book was a little bit too vague, um, that she would have liked to see more like names and details and things like that. But there's a lot of legalities into putting mm-hmm. someone's name in a book. So you can't do that. Um, I have some siblings who are not pleased with me because they didn't like me talking about such personal things about mom. And, and I respect that. And I appreciate that. Um, but she wanted me to do this. She wanted, she, she told me, many times that you have to do this I want it done and and if we help one child we stop one child from being abused you know because a mother read this book Mm. and she thought wait a minute you know and she caught cues you know and and that's another little thing that I'm hoping that other people will get from the book is that listen to your gut if you think something's going on Mm. odds are something's going on you know, and you can't let somebody manipulate you out of changing your mind when your gut and your heart is telling you, you know, big red flashing signs, Mm -hmm. something's happening to my baby, or my husband's up to something, or my wife is up to something, or what have you, really listen to your gut. And um, don't let someone manipulate you out of that. So my mom wanted me to, to publish this book, she really wanted me to share the story. And, and hopefully people would learn from it. And um, so I did, I persevered and I went ahead and I did it. So some people aren't happy about it and some are. So mm-hmm. uh, some of my, you know, I had one brother call me as soon as he, he read the book, as soon as he got it, like as soon as he read it, it like got it in the mail mm-hmm. and uh, called me and said, he cried and he laughed mm-hmm. and he said, it's perfect. He said, it's mom. Mm-hmm. He said, those are mom's word. It's perfect. So that's what I'm going to go with. Yeah. That's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the positive people and the people that yeah. back me up and, and support me. And um, the ones that can't for their own reasons, I respect that. And I'll, I'll let them have that. That's mm-hmm. okay. Right. Yeah. It's, was it kind of scary publishing something so like personal and <laughs> having it out Very. there in the world? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that the whole time I was writing it, it never really occurred to me how personal it really is. Mm -hmm. Like I really did it. And then the more I edited it, I was like, Oh, this is really personal stuff. And, you know, um, 
but then I'd have mom's little words in the back of my head mm. going, just do it, just get it done. Yeah. And uh, on her deathbed, she said to me, you know, get it done, just get it done. Mm -hmm. So I was really motivated. And, um, and I tried not to think about it. But the night that it went live, that it went on Amazon, and you could get kindled and read it right away. That was yeah. the night that I was like, I was here and I was with my husband. Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> and I was like freaking out because I thought, oh, but I'm, I'm, I'm no longer nervous about it. I'm happy about it. And I get pretty often, I, I've been getting a lot of emails and messages and texts and things mm -hmm. from people that have read it, people that I don't even know, people that Mm -hmm. You know, like you expect nice, your friends to say nice things, right? <laughs> you expect, you expect your friends and your relatives to say nice things and, and that's good. But mm -hmm. when a stranger reaches out and says, you know, I was abused as a little girl and I want you to know mm -hmm. that I've been carrying that around and I now let it go. And I want to thank you for that. And it's like, <sighs> like, you know, that's my point. This mm -hmm. is what I want. I want to create this huge wave of people forgiving stuff and letting it go mm. and and that's not to say we let those um evil people off the hook we're not mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we're just not we're just not dragging them along with us anymore we're not letting right. them hold our power anymore mm -hmm. we're taking back our power and we're saying you know what you're you know you're not a good person so uh i'm not letting you take my happiness any longer i'm going to mm -hmm. be free of that so, and that's what I want people to, to, uh, um, say, uh, that's what I think. Yeah. I, I love that point. I think it is so, um, it really creates a difference in what people think of like, how can I forgive someone and just everything's okay. And, you know, become best friends or whatever, repair a relationship, yeah. but, but it's really not. And I, I think the, you know, the, I, your book really, really showed it so well of how you can forgive to lift that weight off of yourself, you know, it's, yeah. and, and move on with your life and enjoy it. Yeah. It's really, um, it was really inspiring to, to just see that and, and hear, hear that, um, you know, really carried out in such a way, um, important, like lesson and mindset shift for a lot of people, I think. <laughs> I think so too. And, you know, and the other thing too, is you don't have to be best friends with that person that hurt you. You don't have to be, it doesn't matter if they live next door or through your mm -hmm. uncle or through your grandmother or your whatever, you don't have to be best friends with them. You can forgive the, you can forgive what happened and let go of it. And it's, and still not forget you know, mm -hmm. but you don't have to carry it with you wherever you go. Right. Have you ever worked with someone or known someone that you, the minute you see them, you think, Oh, that poor thing is carrying stuff. Mm -hmm. Like she's carrying stuff. Have you ever met? Mm -hmm. I, I worked with a woman like that. And I'm like, what happened to her? Like who hurt her? Yeah. You know? And, and you know that, like, you know, when you see them, and, um, I'm a really, um, what's the word, um, uh, perception, um, perceptive person mm -hmm. and I really pick up on that stuff and so I, I could find like you can just see it on their shoulders you know they're carrying that big old rock yeah. right there shoulder so mm. it's it's uh yeah it's good just let go that's good yeah let it go <laughs> let it go um yeah. <laughs> how, um, how do you take care of yourself now? Like as your whole person, mind, body, soul, spirit, especially maybe during a pandemic, but in just in general, <laughs> in general, I try to have a good balance of health. Like, so 
healthy foods and I love to cook. Like I love mm. to cook and, um, and I love food. So I, I try to keep it fairly healthy, you know, an 80, 20 kind of rule, you know, like 80% of the time we're eating super healthy and 20% of the time we have a little fun food. <laughs> and uh, I like to exercise when we're not in the middle of a pandemic, like our gyms are closed here and they mm. have been since they've been closed since like February. So I normally go to the gym and, um, work out at the gym like in classes and stuff and mm -hmm. I love the socialness of it so for me social interaction is really important that's my that's my jam I love that right. so I love doing like you know different classes with um friends gym friends so right now with the pandemic I walk a lot walk with friends I today was a rainy day here so I worked out in my basement um, we have a pool so I'll swim in the summertime do walk with it so just hiking we have some woods nearby that we can go in and hiking so I just try to keep it fairly healthy and reading a lot like for like I like to read you know good stories that have like you know good soulful messages and you know always learning always having that brain you know you know so that. that's kind of how I keep it healthy yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Really important. I, I love um, that you highlighted that social aspect. I also love like gym classes where I get to, I love the, right. It's like a dance class or like I've gotten into mm -hmm. Zumba and it's just like fun, you know, it's, it's not, yeah. um, you know, you can move your body in ways that you enjoy and it's, it's so right. much more, <laughs> it's just yeah. so much more enjoyable. <laughs> exactly. It's not like 400 sit-ups where you're trying to get mm -hmm. a perfect six pack or <laughs> right. like that it's so much better to have fun and still mm -hmm. get, you know, your sweat on and still get, you're getting exercise, but you're not, you know, so narrow-minded and, and focused on one, you know, the perfect mm -hmm. arms or the perfect this or whatever. So it's just, I'm just going to get healthy. That's all. Right. Right. Feel mm -hmm. good. And yeah, makes yeah. it makes it feel good after I, I just like went on a walk on my lunch break today and I was like, Oh, I feel so much better. <laughs> now I can get back to work and focus a little bit more. <laughs> it's true. It's absolutely true. And you, my husband and I walk every night. So, um, and we call it walking therapy. So we go for a walk and we talk about whatever we need to talk about that happened during the day, maybe something at work or maybe something, you know, maybe somebody said something here, you know, whatever, but it's, walking and you come back and you just feel lighter you know yeah. like lighter air and yeah it's uh yeah yeah for sure I love your um Instagram oh, thank it. you <laughs> I, I've been following you for quite a while and mm. and so I forget how we you know all communicated everything but I I really love your Instagram and I love that you are I wish I I wish somebody when I was your age mm. I wish somebody I wish that was a thing. We didn't even have computers mm. when I was your age. But um, I wish that was more of a thing and I was more educated on not being so obsessed with my body. I wasted so many years on that, you know? I wasted yeah. so many years on being mm -hmm. obsessed with being a certain size, you know, certain size mm -hmm. jeans, certain size, what have you. Yeah. And I really I really hope people are paying attention to your your um, Instagram blog and your Instagram posts and things and seeing that, you know, it's so not important. Your size of your jeans mm -hmm. and the color of your hair, you know, whatever is yeah. just so not important. It has absolutely nothing to do with your mm. beauty. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you. That's very, it's very meaningful. And it's definitely, definitely the message I want to send to, because I have 
uh, you know, just wasted so much time and energy when I could have been putting it into things I love doing that were just spent like worrying about my weight and my appearance. And, you know, honestly, I know social media can kind of be, it can be a bad scene sometimes, but I really did find like a, a body positive community and on there. And I was like, this really helped me get through it. Seeing other people kind of spread that message. And, um, I, you know, once I was kind of gotten a hold on it a little bit better, I was like, I can, I can empower people as well. And that's, that's the goal. (laughs) Good. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. We love it and we need it. And, you know, uh, I still have friends that, you know, are worried, you know, they're, they're measuring their way in their bread and their way in this and they're counting how many carrots they can have and whatever. And I'm like, you know what? That's crazy. It's not, you know, not, maybe not crazy, but it's, it's silly. It's, it's silly. Just live. Just don't worry about all that other stuff and what you look like and what size jeans you're wearing. Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with who you are. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And we're talking about during the pandemic, because a lot of people's bodies have changed and that's normal. And we're in a completely different way of life right now. And, you know, that's expected and our, and our bodies adjust and they take care of us and they know what we need. And I, you know, we can trust our bodies. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. And and I think that day that I messaged you, I, you know, I really needed to hear that because (laughs) it's true. Like my body has changed and, and I reminded myself, okay, you're not going to the gym and you're not exercising the same way you have been. So don't worry, you'll get back to the gym and this will all work out. This will all, it'll all work out fine. So, and not only that, when we're stressed, which my work, I work as a receptionist in a medical office. And so in the beginning of the pandemic, we had all kinds of resistors, you know, people that didn't want to wear masks to come in the, we have to, you have to wear a mask to come into our office. And, and it was really stressful and, and, it's a whole new cleaning regime and it's a whole, whole new thing. So for me, that was really, really, really stressful. And, you know, stress causes hormone changes Mm -hmm. and, uh, and that affects your weight as well. And uh, so, you know, I just got to give myself a break and say, it's okay. You'll be fine. Yes. yes. (laughs) That will change, but right. But we haven't changed as people of who we are and, you know, what we care about and our loved ones still love us. And, you know, (laughs) that's right. (laughs) None of that has changed yourself. You know, I have to remind myself that it's fine. Everybody still loves me. I'm still a good person. I'm still a kind person. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and that's a great segue into our next question, which is what is one thing that you like most about yourself? Uh, <laughs> um, I think I asked my husband that and I said, what's the thing you like most about me? He says, oh, <laughs> just one thing. He said, I like a lot about you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I think I like the most about me. I like helping people. I really like helping people. And so, and I don't go out looking for people. They just kind of seem to find me. And, um, I don't know how it happens, but it always sort of happens. And, uh, and when I say helping people, I mean, you know, maybe I'm just at the grocery store and there's a poor gentleman that's never been in the grocery store before. And his wife sent him mm. to the store to get a <laughs> jar of mayonnaise. And he's like, where do I find it? You know, so maybe I'll help him find it. Or, or maybe it's, it's a friend that's having trouble in her marriage and she ne- just needs someone to spew to, you know, someone to let it all off her chest and, and say, am I crazy? Is it just me? You know, whatever. I just like helping people. And I think, um, I think that that's 
something that I I've always done. And I, I know I got from my mom because my mom mm. was like that too. Mm. Yeah. So I think probably if I had to choose, it would be that, that or my sarcastic sense of humor. That's pretty good. Too. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's pretty <great>. good. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, do you, and, and like you said, I, I love how this book is kind of can do that for you in so many different ways, right? It can reach other people who you never would have known and will reach out and they've already been helped and are just supported or like, you know, they've really taken something from it and that's so beautiful. Yeah. And for me that, that, I guess that I never thought about that, but yeah, I guess that's just an extension of my helping other people. So (laughs) that is pretty cool. Yeah. Thank you. Beautiful thing about you, but I love that. I love your spirit for helping others. Yeah. Um, and what was a time when you recently felt beautiful? Hmm. So my husband and I celebrated our 40th anniversary in October. Oh, congrats. So, That's wonderful. Thanks. It is wonderful. It is wonderful. And still love each other. He's still my very best friend in the whole wide world. If there's ever any good news, he's the first person I want to call. <laughs> so, you know, after 40 years, if you still have that feeling, it's really a big deal. And, uh, Anyhow, we, we uh, because of uh, COVID, we couldn't have, we wanted to have a big party and celebrate because we really feel it, you know, and um, we couldn't. So we went out for dinner with the people that mean the most to us, and that's our girls. Mm-hmm. So we had the girls and their husbands, and we just had a really nice dinner, and the restaurant was really good. At the time, um, you couldn't have more than two people at a table, I think it was. So they sat us, we were six people and they kind of sat us in the same room. We had a room all to ourselves, but we were like separated, but all kind of like in a circle almost. Mm -hmm. So we were technically in all of the, you know, following all the protocols or whatever. But um, so, you know, we're all dolled up. I had my nails done, the makeup and the hair. And I don't always really bother with all of that stuff, but I felt really extra special that day. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, everybody's kind of, you know, bringing attention to you and stuff. So that was kind of neat. So that was a day that I felt really special. So yeah, that is beautiful. It has so many, so many great things here, right? You have the the community and also like sometimes like putting on a good outfit. Well, just like, it's more about what it makes you feel on the inside too, you know, and it just like makes you feel great and is a change. And um, that's so nice. (laughs) Well, and it reminds me of the wedding day because on the wedding day, you know, you spent hours getting ready and doing all of these special things. And, and so it was like that all day long. I was, you know, doing my hair and makeup and nails and got my nails done and, you know, all Mm -hmm. of that stuff. So it kind of takes you back and makes you remember those times and I know when you're just getting married you're probably thinking what's the big deal but in 40 years you're going to remember me I'll be long gone but you're going to remember me and go you know that lady was right 40 years is a big deal a lot has happened in 40 years yeah oh my gosh and I mean even even the tough stuff you know it it, going through those things together too it's still a big deal because it you got through them together and it didn't break you and you together figured out a way to get on through it so it's a big deal yeah not to mention all the great stuff that's happened you know yeah Uh, Mm -hmm. it definitely um from again from reading your book it definitely seems like your husband has been such a great support support system through everything and you guys 
you know, moving and new jobs and life events and everything. You just can't mm-hmm. predict what the future will hold. So it's nice to have someone right. who will be there for you no matter what and and love you through it all. <laughs> Absolutely. And and he's always been supportive. And I mean, from the time that we were young and married and I was pregnant and all of that, always, always, always been supportive. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, he's always been a sweetheart and it's I'm very blessed to be able to say that, you know, not everybody has that. So I am, yeah. I am grateful and blessed. Mm, yeah. So, sure. much, so much gratitude and, and mm-hmm. recognition of that. I feel like just, yeah, it's something worth noting. Got to take a step back and be, and like, just acknowledge that gratitude for, for the wonderful people in our lives. Absolutely. I think it's important. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to them to know that yeah. they're, that they're cared about and that they're, um, you know, that I'm grateful for him. I think it's important for mm-hmm. him to know how grateful I am for him. So hopefully he feels the same. <laughs> I <guess. laughs> for 40 years. <laughs> I think we're good. Yeah. <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, great. Well, um, I thank you so much for, for chatting with me. Is there, are there any, you know, and hearing about your book and I encourage everyone, um, to, to read it and just, you know, really, I just really appreciate how like raw and authentic it was just like really reading into these stories. And, um, it was, it was very moving and, and really, really touched. It was such a page turner. So I really encourage all of our listeners to, to read it, but are there any last words you want to, uh, end with for our listeners and, um, or where they can find your book? (laughs) So you can find the monkeys in my dreams, Healing Generational Trauma Through Love, Hope, and Forgiveness on Amazon.com. They can get it on Amazon.com or they can message me um, at my website, themonkeysinmydream.com. And they can, you know, if they want to personally sign one, I can mail one to them. I'm I'm always open to that. Um, I just want to, you know, reiterate reiterate that in order for me to explain the depth of mom's forgiveness people had to read or understand the depth of her pain and i think that explains um you know how big her forgiveness is forgiveness is a gift that you give yourself and and you know pretend today's your birthday and give yourself that gift because i think it's a really important huge lesson that more people need to learn and and I hope they will. I really hope they will. So, and it was really, really nice to meet you, my dear. <laughs> yes. It was so wonderful to finally meet you and, and connect. And this has been so wonderful. I, I loved hearing from you and I know our listeners are going to absolutely love this as well. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Ignited by Inner Beauty. I hope this episode served as a reminder of just how beautiful and worthy you are. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit subscribe, provide a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and share this episode with a friend. For more information about Ignited by Inner Beauty, please go to ignitedbyinnerbeauty.com and sign up for my email list to keep up to date on new blog posts and podcast episodes. If you'd like to support my mission of empowering women, you can go to patreon.com slash ignitedbyinnerbeauty and receive some exclusive content and giveaways. If you're not already following me on social media, please follow me on Instagram at Ignited by Inner Beauty and Twitter at Ignited Beauty. Thank you again for joining me and please tune in for the next episode.